Hello, everybody, and welcome. This is episode number 282 of Missions Incorporated, the podcast of Practical Missions Cohort. Our topic for today is missionary Q&A, questions related to missions. If you're like most uh, Christians today, if you're not actually a missionary, if you haven't been involved in missions work, you're perhaps uh, frequenting a church, member of a church, you should be, uh, but you're not sure what does missions work actually look like, uh, how does it go on on the mission field, what do missionaries do, it seems to you to be a fog uh, or a cloud between you and the mission field. You can't quite see and understand what's going on over there on the other side. Uh, our missionary Q&A is designed to give people like you an opportunity to ask questions to real missionaries about missions work, about missions in particular here in Italy, for example, and anything and everything you can think of related to missions, ask questions, and we're happy to give answers. So during our previous webinar, uh, our most recent webinar back in the month of June, I believe it was, uh, we discussed evangelism, biblical evangelism, what is evangelism, what is not evangelism, what is the gospel, all kinds of different things. But during that time together, we also had a question and answer moment. Uh, normally, we would prefer to do Q&A in person. Uh, we're still restricted from being in the States right now and all that. Uh, so the next best thing is with the webinars to open up to anyone who wants to leave questions, comments, and we can give answers to questions. So today we're going to be sharing uh, the Q&A section of the webinar to make it available to all who follow our podcast as well to hear questions and get answers. And we pray that God will bless you as you tune, tune in and, and, and listen to that Today I'll run the intro here. I got a couple announcements, and then I'll go ahead and and run the uh, the, the Q and A section from our webinar for you to hear. Okay, if this is your first time with us, my name is Jesse Schreck, and I'm a missionary in Italy since 2007, been here now 15 years, founder and director of Practical Missions Cohort, uh, a mission focused exclusively in the country of Italy, because there's very, very few believers in the country of Italy, very few doing evangelism, doing biblical church planting, and all of this. So we're designed to work in the country of Italy, evangelizing the lost, making disciples, and planting biblical, healthy churches, all to the glory of God. Uh, the, the, the podcast here is sponsored by all of our ministry partners. They're the ones who make it possible for us to also have the media ministry and be able to uh, incorporate others into the Lord's work uh, here uh, abroad. Uh, so let me go ahead and jump into our announcements before we share the Q&A section that we wanted to share today. So we do have a few, I think I have on my list here, three or f no, four announcements actually, four announcements that we want to share. Uh, so let me go ahead and jump in with the first one, special needs from time to time. In the ministry, we have what we call a special need. Uh, there's a, something out of the normal that we would need to get in order to carry the mission forward or enhance the ministry that we do. And in this particular moment, we have a couple special needs, and uh, they are for, for printers. We have uh, this printer here we need to get, a color printer, our color printer for printing gospel literature, which is a big part of the ministry here, uh, Vera Vita Press, uh, True Life Press. We, we print our own tracks, create our own tracks, print our own tracks, booklets, pamphlets, and all that kind of stuff. Now that we're doing homeschool, I'll show you in a second, we're also doing some stuff uh, with homeschool that is very helpful to have color as well for printing and, and getting the word out and so on. Uh, but printing is a big thing. And uh, our, our color printer died during the pandemic. We no longer have it. Our black and white printer, we need to get a new one of these as well. It's on its final leg. Uh, the part two that needs to be replaced shortly cost more than the actual printer. So it's time to print a new or, or get a new printer, black and white laser printer. And, and this we printed uh, well over 100,000 tracks just in this city where we're at now. 
uh, printing our own gospel literature, taking it house to house in the piazza and everywhere else. Uh, so we do have a special need. This one here is about 150 do- euro dollars. The euro dollar is about the same right now. But we wanted to mention this. This is an important need that you can help uh, pray about or help meet. Uh, the, the color printer as well. Uh, this one's a little more expensive. Uh, it's about 360 or 350 maybe a little less, on sale. Uh, so we do need to get this as well. If you feel moved to contribute to this one, 350 or to the other one for about $150, uh, please feel free to reach out to us. Uh, check out uh, the practicalmissions.org forward slash donate. On there is also a link for special needs. I'll put it in the show, uh, show notes of this episode so you can also check it out directly through the link, special needs, and you can see uh, the, the needs that are there. Learn more about that ministry and how, uh, why it's important and why you might want to contribute to that. Okay, another update that we wanted to share today, another announcement. Cohorts for 2023. Cohorts for 2023. What are cohorts? Cohorts are short-term mission trips, mission teams, uh, anywhere between 8 and 12 people for uh, about 10 days on the mission field here, helping us do a whole bunch of uh, evangelism. Okay, so if you want more information about that, uh, we now have the dates set, but to understand what it is, you can go to practicalmissions.org, uh, the website, and you can go here to uh, News and Opportunities, scroll down to Short-Term Cohort Info. That takes you to this page here if you're watching this episode. Uh, we'll also have the link to this in the show notes. That explains what a short-term uh, cohort can look like, how much it costs, how it works, why it's awesome and beneficial to you, to your church. And then there's also this button here, then Cohort Dates 2022. So the announcement is this. We did finally set the dates. We have two cohorts planned, short-term trips for 2023. One is from June 12 to June 22nd. The other is June 10 to June 20. I mean, July 10 to, to July 20. So the first group, June 12 to June 22. Second group, July 10 to July 20. If you're interested in knowing more about that, please don't hesitate to reach out to us. Great opportunity to help us reach more souls here, get your church involved in yourself in the mission of Jesus Christ in uh, another another country. Uh, great opportunity available to you. And uh, another announcement moving forward here is homeschool in Italy. We just began homeschool in Italy for our, our oldest child, uh, Cornelius. He's now, here's a picture of him. His first day of homeschool was this week. And uh, so we're very excited about that. Great opportunity here. And we're also forming a, a group. We have at least one other family now that we're, we're planning to meet with once, twice a week, uh, doing an English and Italian exchange. We're going to teach English to their two kids. They're going to help Italian for Cornelius. And while we're doing that, we also are doing something like this. In, in Cornelius's curriculum, for example, we he looks at basically one proverb each week from the book of Proverbs in the Old Testament, and he's memorizing Proverbs each week, learning to write it, learning to read it. And so we created our own page here, as you can see if you're watching, uh, where it's in English and then also the same proverb in Italian. And these, uh, with the color printer, we'll be able to print these off, give it to them with a, a, another paper that they can practice the writing on in both languages and so on, and also the meaning of the proverb. So this is good for building character and always pointing us to the gospel of Jesus Christ. Beautiful opportunity, actually, and they're going to have one of these a week. So by contributing to the printers, you're also helping contribute to to this, for example, as well as all the other tracts and literature that go out uh, through the ministry. But we wanted to mention this as an announcement. The the homeschool has begun, and we would greatly appreciate any prayer support you can offer. Special thank you to uh, the family who decided, uh, the eldest daughter, uh, a homeschooler herself, contributed towards 
the ministry to help cover the expense of that. That was a special need, and we thank you uh, for that. Very grateful for your contribution and friendship in that way. And final announcement today before we go ahead and roll the, the Q&A for the podcast episode today is this here. The PMC Academia Members Access is now open to everybody. At the beginning, it was just for ministry partners and those interested in getting involved here in the, in the mission field or becoming short-termers, doing an internship or long-term missions. They could get more of this for free. Now it's available to anyone and everyone. All you have to do is go sign up at uh, practicalmissions.org and uh, we'll go ahead and take a look at the website real quick and I'll show you what that looks like. Uh, but you come over to practicalmissions.org. You can sign up for free and have access to this. You click on the blue button over here on the right, PMC Academia. It takes you to this page here, explains uh, what the academia is for, why it's designed, the unique purpose that it has, in particular with the role here in Italy, but for the edification of all ministry partners and friends. Uh, in the School of Christ at God's Service, Okay, all the information about the academia, why we have it and how it works and how it's growing is there. And then members access, you would click on this over here. It would ask you if you're not already signed up for just an email address and uh, then you request permission and that uh, will give you access to this. At the moment, we have four courses planned. The first one is done. It's called Foundations, PMC's Philosophy of Ministry in the Italian Context. Uh, and we go over uh, numerous aspects of the ministry uh, and how we operate here on the mission field. Uh, coming soon, though, and we have outlined is our evangelism course called Evangelism, uh, Biblical Man Fishing. Also coming soon, we have it outlined and ready for recording and producing and all that. Missions, the global mission of God to all people groups. And lastly, another course which is uh, unique, uh, uh, another way of saying missionary church planning is apostolic church planning as seen in the book of Acts. So we're going to unpack that as well. That one's probably more geared towards long-term missionaries, people coming actually on the field, uh, but there'll be fruitful, good stuff there for, for anybody as well. So again, this is now uh, available to anyone uh, who wants to benefit from free stuff. Within the first course, for example, foundations, there's tons of resources, blog posts, links, articles, book recommendations. So you can go through, get an understanding of our philosophy of ministry, but then on each particular subject, and there's 12 of them, uh, you also have access to numerous helpful articles that are good for your soul, good for your edification, good for your homeschool group, whatever it might be, and uh, great, great stuff there as well. All right, uh, looking at my notes, that's uh, that's the announcements. We, we mentioned the special needs, the cohort dates, homeschool going on. Please pray for that for us, and the PMC Academia. And, and that's all the announcements that we have for today. I'll go ahead now and... Uh, share with you the Q&A session. And I just want to remind you on October 1st, we're planning another webinar. It's on a Saturday morning. Uh, if In the stateside Saturday morning, it would be if you want to join in live for that, uh, keep in touch and be sure to uh, have an eye open for, for more info about that coming in the next uh, couple weeks. Thanks again. God bless you and enjoy. Ciao, ciao. Okay. All right, guys, final section for today, and uh, we'll keep this brief, but uh, we do have a couple questions that have come in, though not through the chat section. We have a couple questions, and I'll see if I can get those on the screen and uh, give an answer. Uh, let me see uh, if I can make this work. What do we have here? Um, here we go. Here's our first question. Uh, since most mission trips are short-term, how could missionaries build flourishing relations or friendships with the lost to have an ongoing conversation about the gospel that Lord willing leads to salvation? Really good question. Um, 
So I imagine here the idea being you come on a short-term trip, you have the opportunity by God's grace to evangelize different people, you make a connection and they're interested and that happens. And the, the thing in Italy is often what happens is people come and do a short-term thing and ultimately what's supposed to happen or the good thing about it is you help us who are here full-time to make new contacts and we can exchange numbers, we can begin meeting with them, following up with them, and over a period of time then lead them to the Lord, answer their questions, get them reading the Word, give them a Bible, right? So after doing uh, evangelism, that's a good, ultimately the best thing that can happen is that you introduce them to us as we're working as a group, and you let them meet us, the people who are interested in knowing more and so on, and we establish a relationship with them. But the idea is just as valuable after you leave to be able to keep in touch with that person is what I understand here with the question. And that's a really good idea. The, the good thing nowadays is with the technology, we have access to social media. So you can become friends on a social media platform and uh, find a way to chat or keep in touch in that way. You can uh, find a practice maybe to once in a while send a Bible verse or a, a little testimony of something God is doing in your life, ask how they're doing or how you can be praying for them. Those would be some great ways, I think, to continue a relationship with someone for the gospel's sake after you've come on a team, evangelized, and you're gone to keep in touch. And lastly, probably another really good idea is to come back. Uh, come back every year. Uh, in the past, it was wonderful. We had uh, groups coming, and they would come. Uh, they would just make it a thing. Every year, they came out. And so they would meet people that they helped lead to the Lord, now frequenting the church, maintain a relationship with them, or they bump into people that we've evangelized but haven't seen a whole year, and now they get evangelized again, and that relationship re-sparks. All kinds of great things can happen uh, by coming, simply coming back right, and, and, and doing it again. So really good question. I uh, appreciate that one. Uh, it's a good intention to want to stay involved, and there are ways now to do that. Let's see this. Uh, how is it possible, the question is, how is it possible to share the gospel on a mission trip with an Italian if they do not speak English? How is it possible? Okay, so if they don't speak English, and, and I guess the question is, if I don't have, I don't speak Italian, how can I share the gospel with them? There's a language gap, a language barrier. Uh, number one, I guess I would say is, uh, the language gap is real, and it is a real issue. Number two is uh, you can do some preparation. If you can make some effort in the months leading up to your trip to study, to learn, to find ways to do that, and we have a blog post uh, from Christine actually to that end of how you can be, in the meantime, learning the language stateside, some practical tips she has on one of her blog posts at PMC, um, you can apply yourself to learning. That always helps, gets you a little bit closer to being able to communicate the gospel. Second thing I would say is always when there's trouble with the language, some many Italians do speak pretty good English because they learned it at school. So you can actually get a lot more accomplished than you imagine with English, and they like the opportunity to be able to practice and utilize what they've learned. Italians, when we teach English and offer it for free, for example, they love having opportunity to converse, to talk and practice and learn that way. So you'll find that many Italians really like the opportunity to talk with you in English. Um, so yeah, one is always get them to meet us, those of us who live here and speak Italian. That's really good. Or, or one, practice yourself before you get here. Learn as much as you can. Uh, the second point yeah, would be make sure um, you, you'd be surprised. They can communicate pretty well in English, uh, many people. And if they can't, you definitely want to uh, get us who are full-time here to meet them and talk with them, and you help bridge the gap. So a couple things that I'll mention regarding that. that. That's a good question, though. That's That's one that comes up a lot, actually. So the, there is a real barrier, but it can be overcome, and that's part of missions. That's part of how it works, and God works through that stuff. Let's see. Uh, here's another one, another question, I believe. And uh, yeah, what are some key 
points of the gospel message that Italians most resonate with since they come from a Roman Catholic, atheist, agnostic, humanist background? What stories of the Bible do they feel most connected to? Uh, as far as stories of the Bible that they feel most connected to, um, anything that points out the reality of Italy, like the Book of Romans was written to the Romans, always a great place to start. Uh, they love that they're in the Bible. Italy is in the Bible, right? Many, many things. Uh, Peter wrote, most likely wrote uh, the Gospel of Mark, or Mark penned it down for him while he was in Rome, for example. All kinds of nice stuff there. Uh, the prodigal son story resonates really well, I think, uh, with an Italian also because it's really useful to see there, the average Italian is kind of like the older brother who stayed home but was still very far from God. Italians are decent folks, well-to-do folks, uh, but very far from God, just like anyone else, uh, though they're not prodigal or totally wild for the most part. Now, there's definitely a lot of wild Italians, but especially in the North here, there's a lot of very reserved, decent folks and stuff, And uh, but they don't realize how far they are from God, actually. They're just like that older brother. Now, as far as uh, good points of the gospel messages that Italians most resonate with, um, I don't know if I have a good answer for that, because uh, they're 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 spiritually dead ultimately, right? So they just need to be engaged. Now I will say this though: the one advantage we have in Italy is that because there's such a long history of the church in Italy, most people are happy to talk about the things of God. And the beauty of when we do uh, an evangelism group, for example, is everyone's minding their business, but then we do a mime downtown, for example. A crowd draws in, the gospel gets presented, we invite people to converse, and all of a sudden you can find an entire piazza transformed. Everybody was minding their business, and now they're talking about God, the gospel, and the Bible. And it's really an amazing, amazing thing. Uh, so one thing to keep in mind is the Italian, with such a long history of the church here, even though the Reformation started in 500 years ago and still hasn't hit Italy in any tangible way, really, uh, the average person is happy to talk about the things of God. I mean, most try to avoid it, you know, a lot try to avoid it, but there's a lot who also have a lot of thoughts about God because they're made in His image. They're made to worship Him, right? So you can utilize that, and the fact that they're talkers and they like to hang out and talk, utilize that to have conversation. Uh, those are, are, are good things. Let's see if I can do uh, one more. Uh, there's a couple of them here. Uh, one more question, and we'll close out, because we went over a little bit. Uh, what's this question here? How can Christians in the USA be involved, engage in evangelism to the Italians? Uh, become friends with Italians. Frequent uh, their restaurants, their pizza shops, those kinds of things. Practice a little Italian, I would say, and, and use some Italian with them and uh, ask their story, ask how they came to America, or ask uh, what part of Italy they're from, because every part of Italy is totally different. Uh, the majority of Italians I find in America are usually from like Naples or Rome or Sicily, uh, and those are great places, very unique. There's other parts of Italy, very, very different. So it's always interesting. You can ask them where they come from, what their story is, because Guys here in the north of Italy are drastically different from people in the south. Totally different mentalities, totally different way of life, and uh, it's really like two different countries. Uh, so th those can be good ways to engage them, become their friends, uh, and, and ask them for recipes, things like that maybe, uh, from their region, what they like to eat. Those are good things as well. Okay, uh, there's more questions here, but uh, maybe we can save those for uh, another time just because uh, we are uh, we are over, and I, I, I want to respect everybody's uh, time. But there, this one looks interesting. Hold on. Uh, three to five tips for apologetics in evangelism. Three to five tips for apologetics in evangelism. Great, great question. Uh, apologetics is super important. Super important when it comes to evangelism. Uh, a tip would be, uh, number one, 
learn apologetics, okay? And not all apologetics are the same. I would uh, encourage you to explore the presuppositional apologetic. Uh, there's a book by uh, Jason Lyle. It's on that blog post that we did recently, actually, The Ultimate Proof of Creation. He goes through and unpacks in uh, understandable terms the presuppositional apologetic. Very, very good. If you can learn that, read that book two or three times, master that, that would be very helpful. Um, there's another one by uh, Greg Bonson, which is very good. He has a very in-depth one. I have it over here. Um, that's really good, but there's one that's uh, more readable and, and easier to digest as well. Um, Always Ready, I believe is what it's called. Always Ready. Uh, read that a couple times as well. Go through that, and that's a great boost and help for apologetics. So number one, I would say tip, learn that, study that, and dedicate time to that. Very important. Number two, don't get lost in it. Apologetics is simply to give uh, a reasonable defense of the faith so you can evangelize. So then, okay, you got their attention, now get them the gospel. Tell them what they need to know. Show them where they fall short. Show them how they need to be saved. Don't just do apologetics to do apologetics and go around in circles and circles and give answers and look good. Utilize it for the sake of evangelism. Don't get that mixed up. They go together. Two sides of the same coin, kind of. You need both. So uh, those are just a couple things I would mention uh, regarding that. Great question. Thank you for asking. And uh, we'll we'll wrap it up there uh, for today. If you like the podcast, we encourage you now to come on over and join us on the inside. If you love Jesus Christ, you love this podcast, you love the Italian people, you love the church of Jesus Christ, it's the perfect place for you to meet other people and uh, see and understand more about the Italian culture and what is going on with Practical Missions Cohort in the Italian context. Look forward to seeing you over there. God bless.